If you live with chronic pain, you know how daunting and overwhelming of an experience it is. It's literally an ongoing battle that takes a toll on you emotionally, physically, and mentally, really sabotaging your well-being. But as the new year approaches, I'm so excited because it's time to set new goals and focus on building good habits that are going to help you overcome the challenges of chronic pain and break free from the bad habits of letting pain control your life. Let's focus on building good habits that are going to help you overcome the challenges of chronic pain and establish these new routines. And instead of setting resolutions that are centered around things like weight loss or extreme exercise routines, let's just prioritize taking care of our bodies and our minds as a great starting point to prioritizing our health and wellness in general. By being proactive with this type of approach to our pain management journey, you can really empower yourself to find ways to ease and alleviate your physical discomfort. In this episode, I'm going to take you through the top seven resolutions for women living with chronic pain. We're going to discuss the impact of chronic pain on daily life and how it affects your overall health. We're also going to dive into understanding the fascia connection to the physical well-being and learn how to set realistic goals, block your time, practice mindfulness, and dive into some stress management techniques. I want you to be engaging in activities that bring you joy and fulfillment, that can help you celebrate progress and success, no matter how small and be able to review your resolutions regularly and make pivots accordingly. Remember, don't make perfection the goal. Making progress is what counts. So let's ring in the new year and say goodbye to pain. Welcome to the Soul Sun Podcast. Hey there, I'm Gabrielle your podcast hostess and the creator of the Mighty Zen Wellness brand. Now, in case we haven't met yet, I wanna give you the too long don't listen story of how all this came to be. Now I've experienced one too many traumatic events in my life. And for decades, I've battled awful feelings emotionally and physically surrounding all of it. To the point of becoming air quote, frozen. Yes, that was a doctor's diagnosis. It all was literally weighing me down and locking me up. And I was living in severe physical pain. And when you're in pain, most journeys start at a doctor's office. Mine did for sure. And after lots of tests and exams, no one could actually determine the source of all this pain beyond spinal degeneration. And that was the end of that. I went on to pretty much just give up hope that Physically, I would ever feel better, which led to deeper depression and increased anxiety. I believe wellness and healing from trauma should be a soulful experience. And that as women, the only thing we should be choosing to wing is our eyeliner, not our lives. And that's where Soul Science comes in. This is a podcast about how those little soulful hints can do wonders for your well being leading you too on a journey of rewriting your stories of adversity into narratives of strength. 
And with Mighty Zen by your side, I know we can make it more soothing and accessible than ever to help you take care of yourself emotionally and physically. Your body and mind are connected in truly remarkable ways, and you deserve to discover all this and live your best life however you define that. Now, I know I'm not the only one who knows the reality of living with chronic pain, nor in the impact of how it plays into your daily life. It simply cannot be underestimated, and only those of us who have experienced it can truly understand. Maybe you're like me, where simple tasks such as household chores or just spending quality time with loved ones can be completely overwhelming and exhausting. Experiencing sleep disturbances because you're waking up with pain, fatigue, decreased physical mobility. You know, these are all common challenges. The constant struggle to manage the pain can also take a toll on your mental health. And that can go down another pathway leading to frustration, helplessness, social isolation, and so much more. And recognizing these challenges and finding ways to navigate through them is essential for improving your quality of life and your overall well-being. The reality of living with chronic pain is very, very complex. And I think it is a very misunderstood experience, both from people who have it and from the medical community. You know, regardless living with chronic pain, you're going to face unique challenges from finding adequate support and understanding to being able to navigate through a multitude of treatments and options and therapies. The physical, emotional, and social impact of chronic pain is overwhelming. It requires a resilient mindset, fantastic self-care, and a supportive environment to cope with the daily battles that you're going to face. So, there's a mystery culprit that a lot of people have never heard of, and it's called fascia. And fascia is a web-like network of connective tissue, and it surrounds and supports our muscles and organs, and it plays a critical role in our physical well-being. And basically, it's the second largest organ in your body. It's right underneath your skin, and it's all connected from head to toe, fingertip to fingertip. So fascia provides structure, stability, and flexibility to the body. It allows for your smooth movement and efficient functioning. Now, when it becomes tight or restricted, it can really mess you up with a range of issues, such as muscle imbalances, limited range of motion, and it can be the culprit of your chronic pain. And it's so important to understand the connection between the fascia and your physical well-being in order to manage your chronic pain. And by keeping your fascia healthy through regular rolling and stretching and hopping in an infrared sauna blanket to ease it and relax it, individuals can improve their functioning. I want to give you some ways to check your fascia at home. And hopefully this can help provide you some valuable insights into the condition that your fascia might be in and identify areas of tension and restrictions. All right, we're going to start with number one, my 
favorite thing and actually what initially sparked this whole rabbit hole that I went on is pinch yourself. Gently pinch various areas of your body, such as your shoulders, your arms, your legs, your abdomen, like everywhere. Pay attention to any areas that feel particularly tight or tender, because this could indicate that you have fascial restrictions in those areas. Healthy skin should be able to be pulled. And one place to start, just so you have a gauge, is like the back of your hand, how you can pull up your skin and it pops back. So if you have other areas where you can't get a pinch, that might be a sign that you have restrictions there. The other way to check is self-massage. I love the big rollers for this. You can feel like where there might be knots in your body and where you need to work on. And by paying attention to these areas of tenderness or tightness, you can then help ease the fascial restrictions in that area. By staying attentive to the condition of your fascia, you know, it really helps empower you with a proactive approach to your pain management journey and help find ways to ease your physical discomfort. So let's dive into the resolutions. So resolution one is prioritizing your physical wellness. This is really the cornerstone of pain management when you're living with chronic pain. Making your wellness a priority really helps improve your overall health, your dexterity, your abilities, and enhance your quality of life. Resolution two is investing in your mental health. To holistically address chronic pain, prioritizing your mental health and engaging in self-care practices, it really helps ease the toll that chronic pain takes on your mental well-being. You know, when you live with chronic pain, and maybe you're like me, where it's really stressful, it increases anxiety, it causes deep depression, and feelings of isolation. And one of the biggest game changers for me was investing time and energy into my mental health and developing coping strategies to help manage the stress and my overall emotional well-being. The connection between chronic pain and mental health is undeniable, but often ignored. Managing chronic pain can bring about significant emotional challenges. And the physical limitations of constant pain and uncertainty about your future can contribute to declining your mental well-being. So we need to address these health, mental health needs and get the support and develop coping strategies to navigate the emotional complexities of your chronic pain experience. I also think one of the hardest things is mentally preparing for change and acceptance. I know I've wondered, is this my forever? Is this my new normal? Do I get to go back? What in the world is actually happening? I'm still undiagnosed at this point as to what's causing it. But I knew that or discovered that stress, trauma, and triggers were definitely playing a major role. 
I really think that when you are living with or experiencing chronic pain, embracing a resilient mindset and being open to new possibilities and cultivating a educational curiosity is so important in order to have a journey that's grounded in self-care, self-empowerment, and personal growth. Resolution three is to eat for healing. And we're not talking about dieting. We're talking about nutrition that helps contribute as a vital role in your pain management and your overall well-being. And by adopting a healing-focused approach to eating, it can really support your bodies and optimize your pain management efforts. You know, eating anti-inflammatory foods, making sure you're hydrated, and mindful eating practices can contribute to reduced pain levels, increased energy, and improved overall health. You know, there's certain dietary choices that are documented as being so bad for us. And it's so hard to let go of these things. But removing the processed foods, the high sugar, the salt, the unhealthy fats, you know, these things are documented to increase inflammation, exacerbate pain, and compromise your overall health. And let me tell you what, feeling good and healthy is better than anything I've ever tasted, ever. Um, and having a diet rich in fresh fruits and vegetables, lean proteins, that can help reduce your inflammation, support tissue repair, and provide a solid foundation for pain management. Resolution four is all about staying hydrated inside and out. And proper hydration is often overlooked or completely disliked by some people. If you're not a water lover, then this is going to be hard for you. But it's so important because dehydration can worsen your pain symptoms. It can affect blood flow. It can increase inflammation. And by making a resolution to stay hydrated, which is so simple, you can enhance your pain management efforts improve your physical comfort, and support your body's natural healing processes. Now, I have to say inside and out because our external skin needs hydration as well. It doesn't get it so much from the inside. And so think of it the inside and out every day. What are you doing to hydrate your body? And number five is my favorite, practicing self-care and self-love because that's what it's really about it is so crucial when you're living with chronic pain to nurture yourself physically mentally and emotionally to increase your well-being it's amazing so making a self-care a resolution in itself and putting that on the calendar making the time for it it can really help you cultivate habits that will have this residual effect of supporting your wellness, your pain management, and your personal growth. Resolution six is about reducing stress. Easier said than done, right? <laughs> but reducing your stress is a critical component of your pain management. 
And by making a resolution to minimize stress, you can actively be working towards creating a calm and supportive environment that fosters mental wellness and will improve your overall quality of life. See, stress and chronic pain go hand in hand with one exasperating the other. The burden of chronic pain itself can lead to increased stress levels, while stress can lead to intensifying pain sensors. And it becomes a vicious cycle that has a detrimental effect on your physical and your mental stability. When the body is under stress, it releases hormones like cortisol and adrenaline, which can heighten pain perception. Additionally, stress can cause muscle tension and will lead to further discomfort and aggravating of existing pain conditions. So recognizing the impact of the stress on your body is a, a really amazing proactive step to take and take the initiative to start reducing it and managing those triggers. And finally, resolution seven, educate yourself, which is kind of what you're doing right now by listening to this podcast. Educating yourself about chronic pain and the possibilities of what's causing it is an empowering resolution for you. By gaining your knowledge, understanding insights into your body, your mind, and the condition, you become an active participant in your pain management journey. It helps you seek appropriate treatments where maybe somebody's not telling you this, and you can make informed decisions regarding your health. By gaining a comprehensive understanding of your chronic pain, your stress, any past traumas, triggers, you can develop a holistic approach to your pain management and explore a range of treatment options, self-care practices, and coping strategies. Education truly helps you identify those triggers and develop those healthy habits, recognizing pain patterns, and allow you to custom tailor your pain management journey to your unique needs. Staying informed, you can collaborate with healthcare professionals, seek support, and just be so empowered to make decisions that will positively impact your quality of life. Now, I know you're not the only one who needs some tips for sticking to your resolutions, but setting these resolutions is the first step towards improving your quality of life. As I know, I'm sure you've had a challenge sticking to them before, but I want to share some tips with you to help you stay on track and achieve your goals. Number one, just limit your resolutions to a manageable amount. I don't want you to um, increase your overwhelm. I want you to increase your likelihood of success. Number two, Prioritize your health and well-being. Make that self-care a top priority in your day-to-day -day routines. Number three, just focus on one small change. One little thing. Don't put a goal, I want to run a 5K. Okay? That's not a starting point. Just one thing. Is it being able to sit with no pain? Because um, some people, when we sit, our spines hurt, our necks hurt. Is it to be able to walk through the grocery store? Sometimes that can be difficult without experiencing pain. Um, so what is it? What's a little thing that you just want to work on to feeling better and making progress? Next, 
kind of merges into some of these, but it's worth a shout out, is setting realistic, achievable goals. And every single one of you is going to be different that's listening to this. Make sure it aligns with your personal aspirations. It's okay to have a long-term vision, but we need to have those short-term, realistic, achievable goals. And maybe, on a segue here, you don't know what's achievable. And that's going to make celebrating progress even more sweet. Next, make sure you're blocking time in your schedule for self-care activities. I say find 15. So just find 15 minutes that you can do something for yourself. If it's working on your mental health, if it's doing an activity, if it's giving yourself a self-massage, if it's putting lotion on your body, which could be physically draining for those that are living with chronic pain and tightness and some certain conditions. Just put your, put yourself on the book. And finally, if you fall off track, okay, get back on it. It's important to embrace self-compassion and grace and forgive yourself if you experience any setbacks, you know, any relapses. Take the time to reassess your goals and adjust your expectations with self-love and understanding. And review your resolutions regularly. Sometimes we need to make pivots, whether it's in the actions we take or the mindset that we have. And it's okay. You're learning and this is progress. And that's that for this episode. As we enter the new year, Remember, it's crucial to put yourself first and make resolutions that are going to help you live a better life and manage your chronic pain effectively. Remember, it's not about achieving perfection, but it is about building good habits and making small changes that are going to add up for you over time. Focus on your wellness by incorporating movement into your daily routine and investing in your mental health through mindfulness practices and self-care. Additionally, pay attention to your diet, stay hydrated, and educate yourself so you can better understand and manage your condition. Remember, be kind to yourself and celebrate your progress along the way. Let this new year be your fresh start towards a healthier and happier life despite living with chronic pain. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode and you are excited to try those rituals out for yourself. And by the way, did you know that new episodes drop weekly? Now, I'd hate for you to miss out. So make sure you subscribe to our podcast page if that's where you're listening or follow along on your favorite podcast platform. And if you're interested in getting access to early releases or other podcast-only perks, hop on over to our Patreon page for all the deets. I can't wait to hang out with you again soon. Have a great week, and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Soul Sons Podcast, where little hints spark big transformations.